Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of Talking Jacks. My name is Alex Warren and I am joined as always by my wonderful co-host Ben Gosshorn aka The Soccer Goose. How are you doing today Ben? I am excellent actually. It's a Thursday which means it's a baby Friday and I'll be going out of town this weekend so that's fun. That's good. Nice. Where are you headed? I'm going to Chattanooga. Chattanooga, the home of the NBA's Hornets, according to their New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, I was for some reason I thought that was going to come up in some way. I don't like it. It didn't. I I didn't plan on that. It just kind of happened because yeah, the Charlotte Hornets can't do anything right these days. Uh, But this is not a Charlotte Hornets podcast, so we won't (laughs) uh, we won't belabor that point. But. Hopefully you have a good trip to Chattanooga. I believe you're going to see yeah. some soccer. So hope yeah. you en- hope you enjoy the soccers. A happy coincidence, I guess you could say. <laughs> Not really, but it was the reason I'm going there. But whatever. <laughs> well, I will be I will be staying in town this weekend. Just yeah. you know, enjoying the nice lovely fall weather. Oh wait, it's not. It's a hundred degrees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we're not here to complain. We're here to talk about the Independence' first win in like two months, somewhere yeah. around there. It was a, it was really a dominating performance from start to finish. Uh, couldn't finish the goals in the first half, but the overall performance I thought was phenomenal. I, you know, we played like we thought they were going to play, starting a couple mm. of weeks ago, when the playoff, you know, possibilities were basically over. Um, mm. it's just, they waited until they were officially over to start playing that way, I guess. Uh, yeah. but you know, just, it was, it was fun to watch the independence play again, which has, uh, not been something you could say for a while. Yeah, it was, uh, exactly that. It was just, uh, it was a little bit nervy of a first half. I felt like, um, it just seemed like it's, we were really good up until we got into the box. Yeah, like there was the the one chance that I, there was I think it was like a cross across the goal, and their keeper saved the first shot, and then it was right there in front of the goal, but nobody was there. Yeah, and so their keeper was... made a couple of good saves in the first half, too. Yeah, like he played well, so I don't want to take anything away from him. Yeah, um, I think he still had like six saves on the night or something along those lines, um, and it was just but. It still just felt like, even as much as we've we've had moments to be, um, I guess, pessimistic, it didn't necessarily feel like the game was, like, Hartford had much of any rhythm. It seemed like their strategy was to let us control the ball and maybe beat us on the counter. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know why that was... I don't know what the strategy. I don't know how that strategy was going to work. Let me put it that way. But yeah, we didn't give them many opportunities to strike on the counter. We weren't we weren't giving the ball away cheaply, which has been mm-hmm. a problem this season. We weren't um, we weren't really putting our defenders into bad one on one situations like we have done uh, mm-hmm. really over the, the course of not only this season but the past three seasons. Uh, that's been kind of a struggle for us. Is is poor giveaways leading to to bad one-on-one situations but uh you know like Mm. you said i thought we played really sharply back to you know through the back line and through the middle of the field and then struggled a little bit finishing the in the final third but i thought we were very creative in the first half uh yeah 
and, and of course through the through the second half through the rest of the game uh we created uh 19 chances 21 total shots which i guess those are you know essentially the same stat i guess one you know the, the two shots that weren't from a chance were like solo runs or something mm. uh but just overall like i thought sabella played great uh he really dominated yeah. that that wing side with he he had some really great dribbles obviously the one where he won the penalty uh, i thought mansali did really well get, with his service uh, obviously getting the assist to alex's goal which you know that <laughs> alex is another player that just played really really well uh finished mm. it you know with, the goal was phenomenal uh but but just his overall game i thought he was probably the man of the match for me uh but you could give it to any number of players which is always a good thing yeah, I mean, and that's one thing that uh, you pointed out uh, after the match, the, according to the Fop Mob rankings, that there was tons of green, I think you described it as. And yes, I, which yeah, is it was just not a, what it usually is. Yeah, it's normally like yellows and reds and yeah, not, not, not so many greens. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just, I think it was a really good overall performance, obviously. I mean, it's easy to say with a, a 4-0 um, victory of course um and i think even brandon kept us in the game at, at times because i forget exactly when he had that uh that quality save from the shot i think around the top of the box they had i think we weren't we were maybe up like 2-0 not I, maybe it was at 3-0 but even then i was still like uh oh, don't let up a goal because i don't want to feel that way um so it was a quality save by him um they obviously didn't test him very much because he only had the two saves but yeah i think it was just a really good performance in the midfield like you said our back line was quality i think uh i think his name's porch i don't know uh yeah tall man woes um pronounced it as porch and i think it was good i mean there was i wonder if he it almost looked like he was jumpy maybe or like maybe nervous at times it seemed like um but overall, I mean, I think he he didn't seem like a liability. I, I mean, I think um, there's probably something to be said that we were playing through Mansale a little bit more. Um, but I mean, when we when he had the ball and when he was called upon, he didn't he wasn't a glaringly obvious uh, new player. Um, yeah, uh, it did look like he came off maybe with an injury or maybe just like a strain or I think he was I think he was cramping up I was going to mention I I thought his you know I thought he played well for the first half and a little while I was into the second half but it it was like you could tell he hit a point where he just hit a wall and there was no way he was going to be able to continue uh just the way that we ask our fullbacks to play they have Mm. to be probably the fittest players on the field uh yeah and I'm not really sure what his club situation was before this uh having played I believe two seasons ago, two or three seasons ago, he played at High Point University. Uh, and then after that, transferred to Delaware University, I believe, or University of Delaware, uh, and played one or two seasons mm-hmm. there and played in the PDL with the, uh, is it the Philadelphia Union affiliate that he played with, the U23? I forget what they're called. Uh, but I believe yeah, I think that it's Reading United. Reading United. I believe that's where he, he yeah. played in the, in the USL League 2. But it, I, it was not clear if that was if he played there this season or if it had been 
since 2018 that he had played there. Uh, so I'm not really sure where he was playing. So obviously if he wasn't playing week to week in a you know professional league or semi-professional league, he's, his fitness yeah. is probably going to need some time to get worked up to where he can play 90 minutes. But I thought in the, in the time that he played, I thought he looked good. I thought he, um, uh, offered a little bit of quality. I wasn't quite sure where he was going to line up uh, when we signed him because mm. it seemed like he could he, he played all over the place for his college teams. It seemed like he played some left back, some right back, some even midfield, and maybe even uh, like, a, like a wing on the wing. So that oh, okay. was interesting. Yeah. To, to I kind of expected to see him playing left back. Uh, but then when mm. he obviously showed up at right back, yeah. Um, that, that was just kind of an interesting signing because it's so late in the season. It's uh, It almost makes me wonder if they went ahead and signed him for next year or if know, there's an option yeah. for next year in this contract because it's just an odd choice to, to sign a guy with two games to play, in my opinion. I know. I wondered that, too. I mean, I, I imagine it's at least like a, a player, a, a three-game contract and a – an option for next year but right. yeah it was really confused because i thought it was it maybe it happened before and they announced it later but i i swear the the roster freeze date was like a week ago like a week before they announced it but i don't i don't know how those things end up working out i don't know how strict those are too especially with unfortunately where we are the fact that we're not going to make the playoffs either. right so i don't know how that comes into play but um yeah it was just it it's hard to to say much more other than it was just a it was a fun game. I mean, the first goal, I think, with Alex's, of course, um, it just. I think I was because it was on the far side too from where where I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was just surprised it went in more than anything else. I think I was surprised that he took it and how quality of a shot it was. Because I mean, he he couldn't have gotten it better than it was. Oh it no! Was, I mean, that to yeah. to take a ball out of the air as cleanly as he did, he made it look easy. And yeah. it, I guess I don't know. You know, we'll get to this later. You know, we talked about how it should have been goal of the week or at least nominated. Uh, I mean, that ball traveled. I mean, Mansali was far away. This was not like a typical cross into the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was a the ball was in the air for a long time. So I too yeah. was surprised that he decided to take it on the, on the volley uh, the way he did. Cause I, I feel like most players in that situation just try to bring it down and get a shot off quickly. But I think we, I mean, you could just see when he hit it, uh, it was like a weight was lifted off everybody's shoulders. Cause it, you know, we yeah. struggled, just struggled. We had a scoreless streak, going um it was Mm. it was kind of an emotional goal in both that it was just really high quality but it was just like a kind of relief almost yeah it definitely was and it couldn't have come as a better goal because it was like you said it was such a relief to see um that go in the back of the night because you felt it was coming but you also wondered if it was going to be one of those weird games where there's a random breakdown in the midfield and Hartford subs on a guy mm-hmm. and he breaks past our defense and scores. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, I mean, they only had, ended up having a 43% of possession and it almost maybe felt like less than that at a certain point, but it was, it was really cool to see just 
how w- once we scored that goal, everything just we really just piled it on too. I mean, yeah, Sabaya's move in the box was like you said, he was he was quality all night. But that the move he did in the box, I think he, I think it showed, and something he's shown this year as the season's gone on is how better he's gotten in the second half. Cause I think at times we've seen him maybe fade off or his stamina maybe hasn't been as good. Um, but this is a game where of course he earned that PK in the 74th minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he, he's shown progress in that sense. And I'm just glad he's getting more time too, because I think yeah. you have a situation where um, Dom was on the bench and could have started over him. Um, I don't. I can't remember what side Jake plays on, but Jake was on the bench, so yeah, maybe Jake, he plays over him. Jake could have pl- played, uh-huh. but yeah, I think it, it's good to see Valentin get the consistent time. And at this point, I mean, why not? Let's throw him out there. I think it's it's cool to see um, Jeffries be willing to put out uh, Porch as well, rather than just change the entire system and do yeah. a three man back line he did for one of the games. I forget who it was against. Um, but to, to stick to his style of play and, and be willing to play the younger players too. I think that's something pretty promising. Cause if you look at the roster, it's maybe not necessarily a mix, but there's more younger players than we've seen in the past. Um, where maybe he's relied on the veteran players more often, but yeah. And it, it was really good to see Enzo get that PK too, because I mean, we've, I think he needed that. I think he needed that as well. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was, it was a a high quality um, PK, and then it was funny because (laughs) I was on smoke duty for Jack's militia, and um, I was setting off the smoke bomb for the the PK, and the next thing I know, I was about to run back up the stairs to get back to the stands, and next (laughs) thing I know, Bocanegra scored again. Yeah. So I didn't get to see Bocanegra's goal live. Um, <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate because it was awesome. It was a great strike as well. Yeah, I, it was. I had no idea what was going on in the pitch. <laughs> By the time I, uh, the second goal went in, or the third goal, I should say. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a high quality chance. I mean, I think he he's definitely progressed as well. I mean, there's there's been stretches where he's looked maybe uncomfortable, but I think he. He's definitely coming to his own, I think. And I think he's showing chemistry, too, in that midfield um, between Enzo and Alex and and all the players there, which is really good. He's he's doing a role that I think is unheralded sometimes, too, because he's – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's kind of that bridge to the attack, essentially, from where Kivon's going to get the ball or where our defenders get the ball, and then he – I mean, he's not the quickest player. He's not the flashiest player, but um, he will take his shots from outside the box, apparently. We did learn that. Um, We did learn that on Saturday. So that was uh, good to see him get on the score sheet, too. So Yeah, I I imagine he's a player that we'll definitely consider bringing back next year uh, for continuity reasons. I think he's. I think he's a quality player. Uh, we we haven't seen him enough with Kivon, and if that's mm. how well they're going to play together consistently, I mean that's a pairing you would definitely want to keep together for next season. Uh, yeah. But I, I mean, just his position, like you said, he kind of links the 
the defensive midfield to the attacking midfield. Um, you know, my only worry with that is he's a little bit of an older player. We sometimes run into, you know, if we over rely on him and, you know, he's our only guy that can link the midfields, you know, the attacking midfield and the defensive midfield together. Are we in trouble if he get picks up an injury, that kind of thing. Uh, but I would definitely like to see him, you know, bring be brought back for next year, uh, which I mean that's really yeah. all these the, the, these last few games are about is kind of thinking about thinking ahead, what can we do next year? Uh, but yeah, I, I think the like you said the chemistry aspect, uh, it's hard to I imagine come into uh, a team late in the season the, the way he did, and mm. be asked to play a central role like that. Uh, because, you know, you have to see the game. You have to see everything. Uh, and if you have better understanding and idea of where your teammates are going to be, you know, in certain mm. situations and scenarios, it's just time is going to help that. So, like you said, he definitely looked a lot more comfortable than he first did when he first started appearing for us. Um, so that's that's definitely something to look forward to if he remains next season. But, yeah, but to, back to Sabella, like, he's another one. I definitely want him back next year. I think he's he has improved pretty much every time he stepped on the field um, with his decision making, with his uh, just knowing where to be and when to be there. He doesn't get caught on the ball a lot like he was when he first uh, started getting playing time. He tracks back. He he he's relentless in terms of running. Um, you're not gonna like catch him not paying attention and and, and leaving his either right back or left back out to dry or anything like that. Um, so just all those aspects of his game that are improving week to week are exciting, but it was good to see him win that penalty. I wish part of me wishes he could have gotten to take it as well, but I, you know, I obviously understand why Enzo took it. Um, and I thought Nikki Jackson uh, could have had a penalty as well early in the first half. He went down too easily probably, uh, but if he had carried on, he he was either going to get fouled hard or he was going to have a one-on-one with the goalkeeper, and he kind of went down at first contact, and I could see why the referee didn't give it. Um, but I thought the referee was excellent as well, just while we're, yeah. you know, we, we talk a lot of shit about the refs, so it's nice to, like, compliment. Uh, I thought she controlled the game, you know, from the start, uh, and she was very consistent in terms of what was a foul, what was a yellow card, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that one tackle that Kivon got the yellow card for, I don't know what it looked like on the stream, but from the opposite side of the field, it looked like he just took, he went through the guy from behind. Um, uh, it was like, it was one of those where it was, uh, it was kind of that way where he, he kind of kicked the back of the player's leg. Uh, hmm. He was attempting to play the ball, but in that scenario, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, he's not going to get to the ball. Um, yeah. So, you know, I definitely understand why he got a yellow card for that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, overall, the referee was pretty solid, all things considered. Didn't leave me uh, yelling too much, which was good. Saved yeah, I mean, my, it's, uh... it's it's not often you get a great performance from the independents and the referee. So those yeah. those nights are few and far between and should be celebrated. Yeah, it must have been a full moon <laughs> that night or something. So. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know what else to say. To be yeah, honest I don't. With you. I was gonna say I don't short... really know much else to say either. We didn't get a ton of questions. The, the 
we got basically the same question twice, which is how on, how on earth did uh, Alex's goal not get nominated for goal of the week? And yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, the only thing I can say is that some of the other goals on there were, I mean, I, I mean there's a couple on there that are really good. Uh, oh yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that Alex is as far and away the best goal of the week, but it, mm-hmm. it was better than probably the bottom two that, that were nominated. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, the one from the San Antonio player that, I mean, it's a quality strike, but he beat the, the keeper near post. Like, I don't want to say it's necessarily a go a keeper mistake, but like, yeah. how many times does that happen in the week? And when you've got a goal like this, I mean, yeah. And then it didn't get any better when they didn't give Enzo the player of the week either. That was the thing I was most frustrated about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I can see why they didn't do that. A battle of two of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, you know, you you have to take that yeah. into consideration. I feel like that. Yeah, that's that's probably what it comes down to. But it's like. And I get it. Like Enzo scored a PK, so in some ways, it's it's not the same as scoring two goals like uh, Canado Forbes did for Pittsburgh. But he had an assist. He almost beat him in every other category too. Yeah. I mean, he he wasn't as critical, I would say, uh, or he didn't have as many touches as Canardo did. But then again, you're talking about two different types of players too. So yeah. I don't know. It's it's not much. Yeah, and that stuff, you know, I tend to I tend to give the USL folks the benefit of the doubt because you have to remember there's thirty some odd teams in this league, whereas most leagues there's twenty teams to choose from. So there's a Mm, lot less games and less players to choose from in terms of goals of the week and saves of the week and players of the week and all that. So yeah, uh, I I can definitely see why they miss certain stuff that is fair they do not uh they definitely do have a difficult job at times yeah so we'll, and we we'll did them we did really roast them when it came to the uh to the jersey thing that they did a couple weeks ago so i i feel oh, like we yeah. should give them a little bit of a break on this one that's true yeah that, that, that's <laughs> fair enough <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i don't really have anything to add about this weekend this weekend's game coming up uh, we have Bethlehem Steel on Sunday. I assume that's going to be played at the home of the Philadelphia Union. Mm. Um, apparently, it's like part of a doubleheader because the Union also play uh, at home on Sunday. Mm. So we'll be playing after that game wraps up. Um, See how the field looks after that, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine there's this time of year that field's probably pretty worn down. Hopefully they have a good uh, grounds crew that can maybe fluff it yeah. up. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it is going to be interesting, though. It is a Sunday night, of course, and it is a, a marquee 14-15 seed. So that that's one thing that's <laughs> – I don't want to say it's, it's hugely important for the season, but, I mean, we still could creep up to – 12th or so if we if we get some results here later in the season um i forget exactly how many games we got left but yeah i mean there's i think we have three left i think it's three yeah we have okay good so our next two games are uh teams above us um so it's bethlehem memphis away and then of course we finish the season against ottawa yeah who is uh i think all but locked up a playoff 
uh, birth, essentially. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. They, you know, their situation, if their seed is decided, like, if there's mm-hmm. no way for them to advance or or drop a place, you may see them rest some some folks. But uh, we we could definitely use some revenge for the uh, the embarrassing loss that they handed us up in Canada. Mm. It would be be rather nice to have them uh, to send them back to either Canada or wherever they're going to be playing their, their game. Yeah. Um, in that way. Agreed. But, uh, we'll see. It'll, uh, it'll definitely be, should be a pretty interesting end of the season either way. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see, uh, Jake reemerged from his injury. Mm. That would be good to see him get a couple games in, uh, down the, uh, down the stretch here. Cause you know, he's a player that I think was poised to maybe break out a little bit. Uh, especially once Jeffries kind of took back charge, he played well in the in his uh, one or two appearances under Jeffries, and then obviously the injury just kind of lingered and lingered, and those those always suck. Uh, so hopefully he can get back out on the field and, and make it make a impression. Mm, absolutely, that's uh, that's one thing that's kind of good to for the end of the season here is we get to kind of look forward to next season already. But, yeah, yeah. Always good to look ahead, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, alrighty, folks. Well, thank you as always for listening. You can find us on social media. You can find us in real life sometimes. Uh, and then hope you all have a uh, great weekend and enjoy the crisp fall afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> and come on, you jacks. Woo!